The following episode was recorded while I was going through a fairly minor episode of OCD. I chose to record it in the moment rather than waiting until after the OCD had subsided so that you could get a little peek into what my brain does when I'm going through a even fairly minor OCD struggle. There was a hesitation to record this because it lets you in on a part of my life that I have locked away and kept quite personal. Very rarely do I try to communicate in the moment what is happening inside my brain. So please take it for what it's worth and sit back, listen hard, take it in, and please pass this on to anyone that you think might benefit from it. Here we go. Please note that what you're preparing to listen to does not contain any sort of medical advice. I am not a doctor, nor do I claim to be so. So please take it for what it's worth and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back. One of the hopes that I have had for this podcast was to be able to engage um, people at a at a very uh, open, honest, but also uh, raw, raw place. And the, the, I guess the reason why you, you probably even sense that I'm struggling a little bit here at the beginning is I am literally in the, the, the middle of... Um, what I guess you could call a battle in my mind um, where the the OCD side of my brain wants to um, push me over that edge and push me into the to the territory of uh, of nothingness of um, uh how do I say, um, of almost just this <clears throat> place of, what's the word I'm looking for? And this is partly what happens. And I chose to record this now so that I didn't try to cover up, um, the reality of the struggle in my brain, but also the disconnects of even being able to communicate as I would imagine you sense already. Um, I guess the word I'm looking for is just this um, place of nothingness, but also this place of just disconnect and like false reality. Uh, there's so many words that that you could put behind an OCD episode um, that still wouldn't even come close to capturing what is actually happening. And those of you that might struggle with some form of OCD, and again, when I refer to OCD, I'm not 
talking about what your friend says on a whim that, oh, must be my OCD, you know, acting out or something like that. I'm talking about a deep uh, emotional agitation that feels so thick and burdensome that it's hard for your mind, for my brain, and if you can identify, then, then, you know, you, you know this to be true in your brain, however it plays itself out, because it definitely can be different for each person. But I think the common thread is that it, it is something that is, that isn't real, and we know that, but it is real um, in our brain. And for whatever reason, we're unable to let go of even these irrational thoughts or urges or um, replaying uh, of events, whatever it might, however it might play itself out, we're unable to let go of those things in the same way that uh, a, another person that, that doesn't have this deep level of OCD or a true uh, diagnosed OCD uh, that they battle with we can't let go of those things the way that that person can. And that can be hard to explain to someone that, that doesn't struggle in this fashion or that hasn't been overcome in such a way that it, it's such a thick, deep, um, overbearing feeling that it's, and feeling wouldn't even be the right word, um, those of you that can identify it's not it's not just this feeling that is something that you can um something that happened as a result of something else it's it's so much deeper than that it's this this gut level uh in, in a sense false reality that feels so real and so tangible yet the other little bits of clear parts of our brain also know that it is completely irrational and completely out of place and not actually part of our overall reality that we that we know that we truly live within um, but that's the struggle between these two um, worlds I guess you could say the, the the world that is outside of OCD and the world that is inside of OCD so um, you know, in the context of, of today for me and where I, I, I'm at like in this very moment and even to be honest, finding myself, um, thankfully kind of passing through the, the, the majority, I guess you could say of the, of the battle. And I was at that point and still am to some degree and want to finish this podcast because it's even though it's getting it's releasing i, I you 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 could say if you again if you know Abe's ocd you, you understand what i'm meaning by that by that word releasing my brain is releasing this and it's solving it's almost like an algorithm it's solving uh what happened but i, I want to continue this because it 
I'm still kind of in the passing through phase of, of this particular event. So, um, again, I'm babbling and that's also part of, I think, OCD when you're for one, trying to explain it, but also trying to, um, push through this, this boundary that, that is you're on the precipice of, of falling into the OCD world, you might say. So we were playing pickleball, simple, um, love that sport and it's a blast and was getting great exercise, did get great exercise. Again, that's the reality. It, it, nothing was ruined. It's like your brain wants to ruin something that wasn't ruined. It was a good day of playing pickleball. Let me emphasize that. It wasn't a bad day. Nothing was bad about it. It was a good day of playing pickleball with um, our son and daughter-in-law. And I get to the last point. And up to this point, I, I've well, let me, let me back up. I've always struggled when it comes to OCD trying to grab a hold in a competitive uh atmosphere, whether it be sports or even a board game or something else. And it typically, for me, always comes down to how I end whatever that event might be. And again, that may be true for you if you struggle. It may not be true. Um, but for me, that's often, I've, I've noticed that being a thread of manifestation over the years. So we're playing pickleball and I'm consciously because I'm 49 at this point. I've struggled with this for uh, coming on, well, uh, let's see, about 30 years and have been on medication for 25 years, 22 years, something like that. So it's not, this isn't new to me. Um, so I'm, I'm really keeping a good head, playing, having a blast, sweating, you know, all the things that that my body needs to do just on a physical level. And it comes to the last point and we've played, we've played pretty good. It's not that we've had a horrible game or anything, but it, the last point is against me and it's a dink to the right-hand side of me. And I don't even really try to go for it, which all of this I understand is really beside the point, but I'm trying to paint a picture of in a sense, how ridiculous this can be. And, uh, and we lose that point and that's game. And that is also the last game. And this is important. This is the last game of the night. This is game number four. We decided to play one more and this was it. And so I know that if I am not careful, my brain will want to attach itself to the last point of the last game. And if it's not, Ending the way that my brain thinks it should end, it's it's an easy slippery slope for my OCD to grab a hold. Well, I've been in a pretty bad place, to be honest, the last two days. But I woke up this morning feeling better, feeling more in control, feeling more myself, having some perspective, not feeling as numb in my brain and, and just in life in general, like everything just didn't have its its purpose, even though I know that, again, in the back of my brain where I know there's still a reality that's that's found there, I know that it, it's a false reality that, that, I'm, that I'm living in, 
the real, this false reality of, of nothingness, this false reality that nothing matters, this false reality of uh, just no motivation and there's no reason to have motivation. Just all these things that, that tend to, for me, come with uh, the struggle of OCD. And I'm coming off of two days of that. And thankfully, it seemed like it was lifting. It was lifting. It did lift this morning. Again, keep it in reality. It did lift. And I was moving through my day a little bit better. Went into pickleball. Feeling good, honestly. I didn't feel like I was on any precipice of falling over any edge. And then that last point of the last game, it's like I I couldn't help it. I, I felt, I physically and mentally felt myself like on the, the the line where if you're on a let's say you're on the peak of a mountain and there's 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 oh you know there's 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 uh there there's a a slope going that way to your right and there's a slope going that way to your left and i felt like for whatever again you don't know the reason it just sometimes happens upon you and I felt like I was all of a sudden on this line that, that if I wasn't careful, I was going to fall towards the edge of going into this weird OCD spiral, even though my medication keeps me very typically very constant and very, um, grounded, uh, these last couple of days, I've just felt off and I don't know why again, medication definitely helps, and for some reason, I've just felt this feel. I've just felt ungrounded. Let's just keep it at that. So, but coming into pickleball, back to the reason why I'm recording this, because I want to. I want to record an actual event, a last game, the last point, and it's on me, and we lose it, and I feel that feeling of being on the edge, and all the way home into the house I go into the almost this trance of like my brain is wanting to push me over into this world of OCD and I'm wanting not to go there but but it doesn't matter what I want it just is pushing it's pulling 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 and then I decide that I want to record this because I want to capture real live moments for people so that they don't feel alone and maybe you have struggled with OCD and you have felt alone, that this is the first time you've ever heard someone just actually paint a picture of, of some form of what you feel. And I've noticed that in this world of OCD that very rarely have I ever heard anyone, I've heard a lot of, you know, mumbo jumbo and a lot of high level talk about it, but I've rarely ever heard someone speak of it in such a way that is tangible, that it's in the moment of, of what is happening in their brain, not what's causing it, but what's happening, even the false realities, because they're typically almost all false realities that exist in, in that world of OCD. So I wanted to, and I want to continue to record in the moment if, 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 as these OCD tendencies or episodes would happen upon myself so that we um, can share together that this is real for one, that you're not alone for two, and that if you are a believer in Christ um, and you love Jesus, this doesn't in any way... Uh, 
make you anything less in that relationship or in uh, the, the security that you have in Christ. And I know some people with OCD struggle because it's, it's almost seen by some still as this, well, there must be some spiritual reason for it. You must not be spiritually right or um, take control of your mind and, and don't let it control you. And yes, yes, but you know what? I feel like saying to the some people that you, you don't experience what I experience in my brain and, and I don't experience what you experience even though medicine helps me get a better understanding of what you experience, if you are one that don't struggle with this. But please, if you don't struggle with OCD, don't look at someone and just spiritualize it and say that this is something that you need to just work harder at or, or get figured out or um, you know, um, just make a decision that, that you need to live in the reality that, that Christ gives you. Of course we should. Of course we want to. OCD is something that is out of our control, that our brain is not firing the same way that another person's brain is firing. And I'm sorry, that has nothing to do with Jesus. That has nothing to do with my faith. That has nothing to do with where I'm at in Christ. That has everything to do with how my brain is wired. And that's it. And we need to feel free that this is not only real, but this is something that Jesus loves us in those moments, that he understands when we feel dry. He understands when we feel alone. He understands when we feel numb. He understands when we feel like nothing matters. He understands. He understands. So don't feel alone. Don't feel like you're the only one that struggles with what you struggle with because it is real. And reach out, reach out to me, reach out to someone else that struggles and especially a fellow believer that struggles, that we have the same foundation, that, that this is just an aspect of our life that we will probably spend the rest of our life struggling with and someone else won't. And that's okay. That person will struggle with something else that we don't struggle with their whole life. Maybe they're an addict or you know, they, they have the tendency towards alcoholism and, and you don't. Well, same, same thing. Don't look at them if you have OCD and, and say, well, you just need to snap out of it. No, there's also realities in, 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 in the world of alcoholism or whatever, you know, other, you know, addiction or mental uh, breakdown or, or mental uh, condition that someone might have that we need to all together, we need to understand each other. And we need to understand that, that Jesus, yes, is above all. But he's also in all. He's with us in these struggles. He's with us in the moments that OCD takes over. He's with us in the middle of our struggle with alcoholism. He is with us. That's who he is. So let's rest in that. Let's rest in that as a community. Let's encourage one another in the struggle as we face it, as we deal with it, as sometimes we're in the middle of it and someone else is, is outside of it. Let's be an encouragement to one another so that we don't feel alone. We don't feel like God has abandoned us because he hasn't. Let me remind you again, God has not abandoned you because you struggle with your mental condition or with your OCD or with your alcoholism or what, put, the, put whatever in that blank that you want. God is still with you 
in the midst of it. And he wants to be victorious for you in the midst of it. That doesn't mean I have found from personal experience early on, I thought, God, just can't you just take this from me? And, he, and of course he can, but I see that oftentimes he, he chooses not to. It's how he's wired me and he uses it for his benefit and for his glory. And even in the struggle, um, he is with me in it and he is teaching me and it doesn't make the struggle easier. I mean, maybe it does in some from perspective point of view, but it doesn't make it any less real. But it just is a reminder that God is above it all. He's in all and he's above it all. And he's with us in those very moments that we feel the most alone and the most low, the most depressed, the most numb, the most feeling of nothingness that you could ever describe. He is with us in the middle of it. Rest in that. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope it's been an encouragement to you in some way. God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed the latest episode, that it's been beneficial to you or to someone that you know. I would ask, since this is such a sensitive subject and often such a talked around subject, if you know someone personally that struggles with some type of mental disorder, would you be so kind to pass this podcast on to them. My hope is to be able to reach as many people as possible who are in a place of struggling and who might feel alone. Thanks again for listening and have an amazing and wonderful day.